God be all the praise. It's to his name. Man, y'all a little bit too stiff this morning. Come on, get up, get up. Everybody stand up, get up. Everybody get up. Everybody stand up. Come on, get up, get up, get up, get up. Everybody stand up. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I don't know what church y'all think y'all went this morning, but glory to God. At Ignite, we anything else but tight. We cannot be tight. Not another day in our life. I'm here to tell you right now, I told God yesterday, him and I was having this Holy Ghost fire yesterday at the at the at the at the uh, July 31st uh, fire summit. I mean, we just had a great big celebration. And this is what I said to God yesterday. I'm going to put you on notice. I'm going to let you know right now so you don't think I don't lost my ever-loving mind. But I told God this. I said, Lord, 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 not ever again. Never, never, never. Can't do it. Never no more. He said, what? I said, never no more. I can never do another one of those cutesy feeling, ooh, make you feel good sermons and not have transformation happen. Never, no more, never, no more. So, what does all that mean? So, yesterday, yesterday, I'm, can I tell you? Yesterday with the Father, we were just like, woo! It's like, it's like a warrior, woo! And he says, you're raising up warriors. Can I tell you what this young lady said to us after the service, at the end of the service yesterday? He says, remember we said a few weeks ago, we are forerunners, 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 forerunners. Forerunners, forerunners. What are we going to do? Blaze the trail. Blaze the trail. Blaze the trail. In fact, she said that people have been praying for, I kind of grouped a cup in over three years ago. They've been praying every day, every day. Guess what? We're here. We're here. And guess what's going to happen? If you want to be tight, if you want to be holy all the time, this is probably not going to be the place for you. Because I'm here to tell you, what we're going to do is train you up. We're going to let you have an encounter. You're going to be equipped. And we're going to send you out. We're going to empower you to go. But we ain't going go. 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 Then you come back here on Sunday mornings, back to the gas station, get filled back right up, and then dispatch right out again. Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, yes, sir. Woo! I don't know about y'all. I'm ready to go. Anybody ready to go? I, I, we, we put eyes good on the map. <laughs> Y'all don't stand a chance. <laughs> uh, you don't have no idea. I mean, God even said, okay, I'm going to move y'all from here, and I'm going to put y'all here so y'all can come in there and just, this is the land. Take over the land. Possess the land. Possess the land. Possess the land. Possess the land and establish my kingdom in the land. I'm, I'm going to show y'all how this is going to work. I'm going to show y'all how this is going to work. You ever been to a creek and you throw a rock in there and then it drops and then it goes ripple effect, drop, ripple effect. So guess what? This is going to be the drop, bang, and then it goes. So if you anywhere near this vicinity, it's about to go down up in here, up in here. It's about to go down up in here. We about, you know. It's about to go down up in here. And get, ooh, that's so good, man. And we're not going to be the only ones doing it. I'm talking about, see, I was talking to this brother earlier this week. He was talking about expansion. And expansion is establish a local base, expand it regionally, expand it globally. Regional, local. Regional, global. Who gave the who made the roadmap for that? 
Jesus did in Acts of the Apostles. Actually, that's not really a real statement. It's not Acts of the Apostles. It's Acts of the Holy Ghost upon the Apostles. See, what happened was, is they, they, was, they received the Holy Ghost and power. That power was dunamis, miracle, work, and power. And what happened as a result? They went forth and they started acting just like Jesus. They started doing what Jesus did. Guess what? Can I tell you a secret, though? Can I, can I, can I tell you something real quick? Do you know that Jesus had already taught them how to act like him before he went to the cross? When he says, I have given you power to trample upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Now, I want you to go forth and preach the kingdom of God is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead. Had Jesus gone to the cross yet, anybody? Hadn't gone to the cross yet, but they was operating in his authority. But now you have his authority and the power. The authority and the power. And guess what? I ain't even talking about you old heads. I'm talking about you young ones. Like yesterday, we this we was represented, the house was represented very well by uh, Sister Emma and Sister Maya. They went up there and they rocked out. They they, they walked up there like, hey, no, this ain't nothing. I mean, what y'all talking about? They walked up, put the little Bible down, grabbed the mic. Drop the mic. I'm like, got the mic. Okay. Then I'm like, I'm like, well, Sister Emma been around us a little while, so she might have that little, that wild streak in her. So I give her that. Maya walked up there. Boom. Grabbed the mic. Shut Finish. Drop the mic. Bam. I'm like. I like, I know I'm supposed to be cool and casual, but on the inside, I'm like, glory to God, that's what I'm talking about. Don't be all up there, I'll resistant. No, just get up there, rock it out, do what you got to do, and then walk away. Let the word do what it's supposed to do. Then, Avery is on babysitting. I don't know what she is. I've seen her with babies. I've seen her doing this. I've seen her doing that. I'm like, God, the mighty. That child got more energy than law and life. And then I met little Gigi yesterday, and she was here, and she like, you cool, but I like my cheese, so let me just eat my cheese right now. I'm like, all right, let me give you a fist bump. Then, of course, Wynn was rocking out with his canvas. They didn't understand what that old camouflage was, but I knew what the camouflage was, because he's a warrior. So I'm like, hold it, Lord. And one Saturday, somebody who's been in church, somebody who may not have been in church all the time, somebody who's... Who, who has the ability to speak, but also has the ability to serve. And then somebody who can also represent without saying a word. He did that with four youth yesterday. If you could see it. If you could see it. He did it yesterday. They didn't even know they was getting used like that. And the awesome part about it is, is when they, they came and they asked us, hey, can you, do you guys have youth in your church who would be willing to do this? Hold on for a second. Let me make a phone call. There's a phone call. And I just want to convert. Oh, man, as a craziest guy, as a craziest guy, I cannot even tell you how 
how appreciative, how thankful, how humbled, honored I am to be able to serve as your, as your pastor and apostle in this area. Man, y'all rocked out. All those sessions, 31 days of prayer and fasting, and it was always one, two, three, four of y'all, five of y'all. I'm just like, God, that was my Lord. And it was like, boom, boom, boom. It's one thing if you get if you get people to do that once, maybe twice in a week, but they did it every day. And I'm like, Lord, he's like, as you go, they're gonna follow. As you go, they're gonna follow. And I'm like, yes, sir. He's like, no, as you go, they're gonna follow. And I was like, but I want to multiply. He's like, I know. I multiply myself to them. Everything that I have, give it to them. Give it to them. Give it to them. Give it to them. And so we just. And Colin dropped this nuclear bomb on, on YouTube. If you haven't gone out to check out the church and state, he dropped a nuclear bomb. It was sweet. I, I, that was sweet how you did that. That was sweet. And you know, the thing about it is, it's a tough sit, subject, but the subject and how it came across, that was so smooth. It's like, boom, okay, boom. This is what the science, this is what the word, this is what this, this is what the, and I was like, oh yeah. And people who have watched it, people have watched it, and how are you going to dispute it? Because it was never condemning. It was just the truth. See, it's what? That's good, Holy Spirit. You can say I'll stand up. But y'all say It's one thing if you, if you talk about the problem. It's another thing if you give the solution. That's the solution. So we thought. I thought. I thought. Sister June and I was radical yesterday because we ended up. We was. We was moving, and we had all this stuff going on, and we had to change, and we had to rush, and we had to leave the dog, and all that. And we like, man, we we was on fumes by the time we got to the meeting last. Fumes, but the Holy Ghost. Then I was like, okay, all right. And we knew one of the sisters who just got back and everything. We're like, okay, you know, she's probably going to go home and go to bed, blah, blah, blah. I walk in there. What the world? <laughs> she wilded the week. I was like, girl, you're going to sit there's a bunch of wild ones and everything. And then, <laughs> then, Andrew bringing everybody. So if you make eye contact with, I see, I should have told her that example about if they make eye contact with you. Get in the truck, let's go. Hey, Sandy, get in the truck, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And it was cool because, that's so good, Lord, thank you. It was cool because even though she may not have knew everything that was going on, she just flowed with it. She flowed with it. She flowed. Because she saw the love of God in operation. And it blessed me to see her and, and, and the rest of the kids. And it, for me, it was just like, oh, God, this is what it's all about. This is what it's all about. So if you want to train up to be a warrior and go out and possess the land, Ignite is the place for you. Then yesterday, we was praying for those, praying for the youth and the young adults. And the older adults, see, this is the thing. June and I are going to pray for you, your kids, your dog, regardless. They could be acting crazy as cooter right now. We still going to pray for them. 
who's still going to speak life over them, no matter what. But they're they doing such and such. They may know different. I'm not moved by that. Why? Because God's not moved by that. Love them to life. Love them to life. Love them to life. So when you go through situations, don't feel like you can't call Sister Joanna and myself because you're like, hey, we're supposed to be in faith. We're supposed to be able to overcome these situations. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. So, Osgood, Greeley, Metcalf, Russell, Bailey Creek, Cornwall, Montreal, Manatee, I'm crying. <laughs> Y'all ain't got a chance. Y'all ain't got a chance. Y'all ain't got a chance. Because we're coming for you. And we're not going to be coming in there like, you know, judgment. That's not how we're going to do it. You want to know how we're going to do it? Love them to life. We're going to love them to life. The warrior, well, that's good, Holy Spirit. The warrior side of it is this. Not being afraid to step out. Not being afraid that you're going to get some resistance. But with one fall, the rest of us just reach down, pick you up. Come on, let's go. Y'all dropped my backpack. Don't worry. They got it. Come on, let's go. We never stop. We never quit. We never give up. We never cave in. We never quit. We never quit. We never quit. We never quit. Never, 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 never. Until our last breath, we're still going to be saying, Jesus is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. He loves you. He said God loves you so much, he sent Jesus to die for you. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do to make God stop loving you. Nothing, 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 nothing. All I need you to do is make one decision. And that just happens to be the title of the message today. You're one decision away. You're one decision away. For the, I, that's so good. The Holy Spirit, one time I was ministering to somebody, and they call for station identification. If you're on drugs right now, and you want to receive deliverance from it, you're one decision away. If you're an alcoholic right now, and you're drunker, then all get out, you're one decision away. If you're a whoremonger, and you don't know how to keep your pants on, from, I mean, you walk past anything, and you'll jump on it, and I don't care about that, you're one decision away. If you're living an alternative lifestyle, and everybody else has turned their back on you. You're one decision away for the best days of your life. I don't care what you're in. I don't care what you've been going through. I don't care what's been going on. And none of that matters. You're welcome here. Now, understand, the Bible is the final authority here. But you're welcome here. Are you trying to build, build up a church? No. I, my focus is the church. The overall church. I don't care what you're involved in. You might have been divorced 20 times. I don't care about that. All that means is we need to help you make some adjustments. Because <laughs> something is wrong. <laughs> and not the mother 20 people, just so you know. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. Can I tell you something? When tragedy happens in your life, and it happens to everybody, it happens to everybody. I'm a, can I be transparent with you just for a second, and we're going to jump into it? What, what was it I told you? Was that Monday? I was online, and I found out about my friend. Was that Monday? 
Yep, Monday. I'm online. Monday's my day off. I'm all. I'm just kind of casual, just checking, you know. Uh, and, and I seen a, a social media post. And when I seen the post, I read it. And I'm like, ah, I'm, I'm tripping. Maybe I'm. Maybe, maybe I'm sleep deprived or something because I thought it said this person passed away. And I'm. Read back, read it again, and it says, "You was my angel while you was on earth, but now you have earned your wings." Tell Daddy, who I knew the, the husband had already passed away. Tell him I said hello. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! My emotions start building up. This is this past Monday. This ain't 20 years ago. This is just past Monday. So this past Monday, I called my 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 former pastor. He's he's my mentor. He's my spiritual. Uh, father, he is he is he is like a father to me. Hey, what's the status on so and so? And he said they passed away. I like to tell y'all that y'all strong in the Lord, the powers might. Pastor was just sitting there like, okay, praise the Lord. Yeah, 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 it's cool. This is what happened. Read. I'm sitting there at the table. I'm looking at the computer. And I'm, t and I'm like, no, 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 no. And then June, June's like, what? I'm like, no, this is not happening. I, I refuse to accept that. They said that she passed away. And I just started to cry. It broke me down. Because this person, her and her husband, Tell it, I was at one of the lowest points of my life. I'm saved, I'm sanctified, I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. I, I, I know the word, I've been a youth pastor, and I was at a point in my life because something happened in my life and it broke me down. And this, and people was told not to, not to help, not to hate, not to help, not to help, not to help. And this couple said, I don't care what they say, I'm going to help you. But this is how they helped me, Natasha. Every Wednesday, every Sunday, they just hugged me. They didn't say anything. They just hugged me. No matter what, you're not alone. No matter what, you're not alone. No matter what, you're not alone. And that little gesture changed my life. Because they did it every day and it took six months or so nine months for me to come out of that situation but they did the same thing every time they saw me they hugged me they didn't preach to me they didn't correct me they didn't scold me all they did is just hug me her and her husband now, her husband was a gentle giant. Now, I mean, he was a big guy, but he was—he had such a soft demeanor. But this every Sunday they did this, and they just held me. And I like to say I didn't cry. I like to say I, I was just strong, but I cried every single time. Want to know why? Because it was the only touch I had physically like that. That's what helped me. That's what delivered me.
That's what brought me out of the other side. That's why this church will be known because of his love. We don't love people to life. We ain't going to condemn another person. We're going to love them to life. We're going to love them to life. So when I found out she passed, it just made me cry. So I reached out to the family, and I said, I loved your parents. And their sisters and brothers, I mean, I was their, youth, their children's uh, youth pastor. In fact, their daughter ended up becoming one of my youth leaders. They loved it. We loved them to life. There's nothing stronger than the power of love. Nothing. That's why I'm telling you, you're one decision away. Are y'all ready now? Got your attention. Does the Holy Spirit got your attention? All right. I got a gauge, and I'm watching my gauge. <clears throat> this is what the word God told me to declare. Now, the quote is Isaiah 61 and 1 says this. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me. Say that to me. Okay, stop it. Let's try that again. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the meek. Say that's me. He's bound, he's, he has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. Say that's me. To proclaim good, to proclaim liberty to those to the captive. Say that's me. And the opening of the prison to them that are bound. Say that's me. Say to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Say that's me. And the day of vengeance of our God. Say that's me. And to comfort all who mourn. Say that's me. See the thing about it is, is the Spirit of the Lord God is coming upon you. He has anointed you for service. He's anointed you, he's appointed you, and chosen you for service. To get, and he says this, to comfort all who mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes and oil of joy for mourning the garment of praise for the spirit of heaven, that they might be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified, that he might be glorified, that he might be glorified. God says this, to the extent in which you want me to be glorified is the extent to which I will extend my, my glory upon you. See, sometimes people might want glory, want the, the, the signs and the wonders and all that on them to make them popular. It doesn't matter how popular you are if everybody else is going to hit it. It doesn't matter how popular you are if everybody else is going to hell. I'm telling you, our MO is to love them to life. I'm telling you, that couple, something so simple. I never asked them anything. All they did is they, they, came, in, they came to church one day. They walked up to me, and without saying a word, said what they did. Without saying a word. Was I, just so you know, was I in sin? I just had something bad happen in my life. But tragedy is not a respecter person. They don't care who you are. <clears throat> I told y'all about the 10-year-old boy and what happened to the 10-year-old boy. Y'all know what I tell y'all about that? 10-year-old boy whose babysitter and her friend thought that there was things that they thought was acceptable that really weren't acceptable and that's all we got to say. Trying to kill the boy. Not physically, emotionally. 
So you know as many people, yes, sir, yes, sir, I can do that. As many people have experienced, who have experienced physical abuse, mental abuse, sexual abuse, and nobody wants to talk about that. You're not supposed to talk about that. But it's happened. And most of the time people talk about it, they talk about it when it happens to girls because it happens to them more often. But can I tell you a secret? It happens to guys too. It's just, it's just not socially acceptable for you to tell people. What do you mean? How can a guy be sexist? Just like a female, particularly if they don't know what's going on. A guy's, I mean, quick, quick class. A guy's body will respond. As long as he got blood in his body, his, you don't have to do anything special to get him to respond. Once he responds, and people who may know something he doesn't know, they can do things to get a response. They can do things that will benefit them, but will hurt the, hurt the kid because they don't know. They don't even know what they're doing is not even right. They think what they're doing is right because that's what they think. This is right. This is okay. This is cool. Hey, everybody's doing it. Everybody's not doing that. So if you've ever been sexually abused, you've ever been molested, I got you. You ever been a kid? Emma, I just mean you don't talk to that. Emma, I was in third grade and I had such a low self-esteem about myself that I used to draw pictures of myself committing suicide every day. Third grade, because I didn't think I had any value. Every day. So, third grade. Ten-year-old. Twelve-year-old. Favorite uncle is killed. He's like the third person that killed in my family. I make a decision at 12 years old. I'm never going to let anybody else get close to me because if I let them get close to me, then they can hurt me when they leave me. So this is what I did. I built a wall. Talon, I built this big wall around me. So you can only get as close to me as I let you. I can never tell people I love them. I could not. I love you. Okay, me too. No, I love you. Oh, okay. Me too. I can't tell you I love you. Oh, but I can show you I love you based off of what the world told me I'm supposed to show you I love you. Okay, how can I show you I love you? Let's have sex. I can do that. Because remember, that's what the 10-year-old boy learned. You can do that. Without saying I love you. So by the time I'm at age 12, I have major issues and don't know. I don't know I have major issues. But what was, the, what was his end game though, Emma? To stop today. The adversary's end game was to stop today. Cause see, I knew by the time I was 16, I would be doing, at 16, I know at 16, what I would be doing what I'm doing today. But if, I, if he doesn't kill, steal, and destroy my life, I'm going to have an impact. 
Guess, 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 shakalalabakwas. So, when you don't know how to love, you don't know how to do relationships right. When you don't know how, how much you're loved, you don't know how to have real relationships. Do you know I didn't, have, I didn't have a true best friend? My, tr my best friend growing up was my younger brother, Kerry. I don't know who was my, he was my ride or die brother. My mother asked him one time, if, you, if he jumps off a bridge, you gonna jump with him? Terry's like, he goes. Everything, they used to call us the Jones boys. Cause you see one, you see the other. And if I got into mischief, Terry came along with me. In fact, we got, can I tell you something, Emma? I'm not proud of it, but I did it. I cut school once when I was in high school. And I was going back to my old high school, oh, my old junior high school. And my brother Terry was on the bus too, because we're only like a few months, a year and so months apart. He said, can I go? Now the, the correct response Emma, was for me to tell him, no. But my response is, man, if you want to. My mother was like, why didn't you tell him differently? I like, that man got his own mind. It was not the right answer. She laid hands on my circumstances. And, uh, yeah. Oh, did I tell y'all, when I was growing up, I was, I was, I went to church. So I had, I went to church. I was in church, but there was very little church in me. Cause to me, it was just going through the motions. I refuse. You want to know why I'm so adamant about youth and young adults and youth and young adult children in the Lord? See, youth and young adults is not just chronologically. Youth and young adults means even spiritually. Just because you're older chronologically does not mean you're uh, an adult spiritually. Because when I was 13, this is what, and I shared this with Talon before. I said when I was 13, I had a knowledge of God, but I didn't know God. So even though I was born again, I didn't know how to live born again. So, then when I was, what is it, 16? 16, my biological father died. But can I tell you something? Emma, can we come? The last conversation I had with him was not a nice one. I was mad at him because he didn't do something I wanted him to do. He was oh, I didn't tell y'all he wasn't in my life most of my life. I remembered him when I was 10. I don't remember talking to him again until I was 14, and he died when I was 16. I'm telling you, this is the miracle working power of God. So this is what I said to him, Rita, the last time I was on the phone with him. I said, I see you in court. And he hung up the phone. And I hung up the phone. Two months later, I get a phone call. My uncle wants to come and talk to me because of my grandmother's house. He wants to come talk to me. And he says, I got a phone call from your mom this morning. Your father passed away. And once again, that little boy was broken. 
broken, why? Broken because of the guilt. Because I remember what I said to him the last time. And I never had the opportunity to go back and apologize. So what did the adversary do? For 11 years, he tormented me with that one decision. Are y'all seeing how this works? One decision, bam. One decision, bam. So now I'm in guilt and condemnation until I get born again for real, for real. On a shipping dock, and I told y'all when I got born again for real, for real, my motives on how the person he used to for me to get born again was not pure because him, I was a heathen. And I seen this little church girl. I'm just going to be put it out there. I don't care this old phone. I'm going to put it out there. This is what happened. I, I, I seen her, Rita. She looked good. She, I knew she was a church girl. I know my only angle, this is how horrible it was. The only angle I was going to get in is I got to use the church angle. That's why I'm telling you, just because somebody, a guy or a girl said they go to church does not mean there's any church in them. So I went up to her, hey, you know, hey, you know, I, I really need to get my life right, too. You know, what, what would you suggest? Now, my, my motive, what I said was, was right, but my motives behind it was not pure. She was somebody else's wife. I'm telling you, when your mind is twisted, you have truth, but it's a twisted truth. You can make very bad decisions. She didn't pay me no mind on that front. Because I mean, I never really pushed up on it. I was just thinking that because that's the way my, my, my arguments and reasons and theories and strongholds or fortified patterns of thinking was. Because that's how I understood love to people. So when I went to start talking to her, you know what she did? She always just, she would tell me, Tyler, just read your Bible. Well, I I will read the Bible because the only way, only way I'm going to be able to talk to her is, is I got to read the Bible because she might ask me some more questions and I need to be prepared. Not knowing that word was working on me. Working on me. Working on me. You know that scripture says that Proverbs raise up, train up a child in the way that they should go and when they get older they will not depart from it. You know what happened? The more I would read the Bible, well, this is crazy for Natasha, I could read the Bible and I understood it, but I didn't know why. So I'm reading the Bible, and I'm thinking, I'm, I'm getting even closer, boy. Hey, you know, her husband don't go to church either. Hey, you know, what's up? Right? Twisted thinking. And then one day, one decision, I'm walking down a shipping dock. Oh, I didn't tell y'all. I already had somebody who I was staying with at the time, too. So, I mean, you know, that's someone you know you're twisted. I'm walking away, Rita, and I hear this voice say, I have a way out for you. But it's going to take a, a decision. He didn't say multiple decisions, Tyler. He said it's going to take a decision to your part. I didn't know. I grew up in church, but my understanding of the Holy Spirit was <laughs> I didn't understand that he would be that still small voice. And when he said it to me, this is all I remember saying to him, Tyler. Oh, okay. That, oh, okay, set off 
such a I didn't even know what happened to me. I no longer wanted to get with the lady who 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 was my mo, but she she was not really my, my she was the conduit by which he channeled his love through. She was a channel by which he funneled his word through. And I got born again. I ain't talking about born again, like, you know, you just pretty cry. <laughs> okay, I said, Jesus. I mean, ugly cry and all. And remember, I told you I was already living with somebody. I went home and I started talking to them and I'm 90 miles to 100. Because up to that point, I wasn't talking at all. That's how, how much tension we had with each other. They was on their way out and I was packing their bags. But then I got born again for real. And it changed my life. It was a starting point. Then I had to go to church. I said, I, I made a great announcement. We're going to church on Sunday. Now, mind you, I used to play football across the street from the church. My father was a pastor. I got that part too. I'm telling you, I don't care how bad your kids look like they off right now. God knows how to reach them if you will give them an opportunity. If you will trust God, trust God. Because I remember the day him, I called my parents and told them I was born again for real, for real. I mean, not like I was in trouble and I needed it. It was my, you know. It's kind of like sometimes guys will use, baby, why are you going to leave me, baby? You, you know you know you're the only one for me. Okay, this is the fifth time I don't cheat on you, baby. But you know, you, you knew what you, girl, you knew what you was getting when you got me. Joker. Let me help you. Let that joker go. Because if he'll cheat on you if you ain't married, that joker will definitely cheat on you when you're married. He just, he just got to up his game on how he gets sneaky. But that's another time, another, another session. I called my parents after I got born again. For real. Emma, my parents had wore out knee pads praying for me. I know, I know. I couldn't believe that either. At the, at the time, I didn't understand how off I was. And this is when I called my parents. Andrew, when I called my parents and I told my parents that I got born again. For real. For real, for real. And they, they heard it and they started praying. Now, I used to go to the gym as, mo as, as much as uh, like a devoted Christian would come to church. I was devoted to the gym. That was my sanctuary. So I was standing in the mirror one day, and this is what the father said. He said, on the outside, you, but on the inside, you're a spiritual man. Your spirit man, the real you, is like a little Ethiopian child. It's, it's so small. What I need you to do, I need you to make your spiritual man bigger and stronger than your outer man because then you'll be led by your spirit and not by your flesh. I was like, now I still don't know God talks to you. I still didn't know God would talk to you like that. I'm like, okay. So what did I, and I came home and I made another announcement. I was good for making announcements. I'm making this announcement. I'm not no longer going to the gym every day. I'm gonna cut it back to three days a week. That's saying nothing, right? She almost fell out. 
Kasih Then, oh, I didn't tell y'all this part either. I used to have two earrings in this ear, Emma, and one earring in this ear. I had a diamond, no, the diamond and a hoop, and another hoop. Yeah, I wasn't like, but I'm like, that was the style, right? I came home, I took those earrings out, I laid it on the table. I'm announcing, from this day forward, I will not wear my earrings because I found out those earrings actually was something that slaves used to keep in their ears as a sign of, hey, I'm no longer a slave by force. I'm no, now I'm a slave by choice. That's why you see men with earrings in it. That's what that, that's what that comes from. It was saying me and my family were making a choice to continue to be a slave. Y'all see that? So when I came, now Tyler, I don't got born again. I don't come by going to the gym. And then I took them earrings down. You would think, Doug, that they would be like, praise Jesus. Right? My, my parents knew I was for real. The person who I was with at the time called their family. I don't know who this guy is. But aliens have come and took this guy because I don't know because I didn't do a, a, a 360. I got saved and then spent around and came back to the same point. I got born again for real, for real, off of one decision and did a 180. And when I did the 180, what that 180 said is, I will never go back to where I used to be. I walked away. I walked away. I walked away. But it started with one decision. One decision. The adversary has spent years trying to take me out, destroy, 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 destroy. During those times, that 12 year old, 16, all that, I was in church every Sunday, Sunday school, Sunday morning, Afternoon special event. We was in church so much. I thought we got parole to go home. Got the money. I mean, we was always in church, but there was very little church that was in me. But this is what my parents did, Andrea. And this is what really got me. They loved me to life. Always, they would give correction, but they never condemned me. They never forced anything on me. They just kept loving me. Now, they had rules in our house. You gonna follow the rules in Jack and Carl's house. I don't give a doggone where you think you at. And my mother, when, you, when she's coming, because she, we already had worked that my mom is really coming to Canada this year. My mom was only about to come. But there's still only one in this world I'm afraid of. To this day. If I call my mama right now and say something to my mother, my mother said, who do you think you're talking to? Mm, I love you. Mama. Myself. But this, to this day, my mother just loves me. The decision to love me unconditionally with my mother, with my help dad, with the woman and brother of the Lord, with my spiritual parents, friends, 
it wasn't the guilt and condemnation and beat down. And I had to get the word just like everybody else. But the way that they did it, they loved me, loved me, loved me, loved me, loved me. And no matter what I did, they still loved me. They didn't condone everything, but they still loved me. So it don't matter what you've been through, honey. It don't matter what people try to get you to do. Oh, now people, your friends will try to get you to do a whole lot of stuff that will violate you and what God's called you to do. Remember, when the babysitters, they did what was right in their own eyes, not realizing the damage it would do to me. See, your friends will try to convince you to do stuff that you already know ain't right. If you got to ask yourself if this is right or wrong, you already know it's wrong. But they'll try to convince you what they're doing is right. They was convinced what they was doing was right. I was convinced at 12 the decision I made was right. But it was steps. I got born again when I was 13, but I had a knowledge of God. I didn't know God. So what drives me about the youth, whether spiritually or chronologically, I said, this is after I got born again on a dock. After I was, you know, trying to hook up with the little, little shorty and all that, right? This is what I came after I got born again on that Thursday. That Monday, reader, this is what I said. Lord, I never want someone to be like I was, to have a knowledge of you and not know you. This is how I knew I should have known at that point that I was going to have an apostolic anointing on my life. Because the very next day, I started a Bible study. Now, you know, I ain't been nobody's Bible school. What was, what was going to do, Tyler? We was going to read the Bible. We called it the hour of power. And I started a Bible study at my job. Even though I just really came to know the Lord myself. I just wanted everybody to have what I had. It started with one decision. And that's what I'm telling you when it comes to your family. It's one decision. One decision every day. I'm going to love you. 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 You can't make me stop loving you. I'm going to love you. I'm going to love Lord. Show me how to love them today. Lord, show me how to love them today. Lord, show me how to love them today. Lord, show me how to love them today. Show me how to love them. Show me how to love them. Show me how to love them. Why? Because love is the strongest force. Faith, hope, love, these three. But the greatest of these is love. I don't care how hard that person is. Love, 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 love. Then, because I didn't know how to love, for real. I, I mean, I knew how to love. I thought I knew how to love. But God wanted to give me a PhD in how to love. He gave me Jewin. And Jewin is like love on steroids, whatever. Between her and the dog. Oh, my goodness. Her and the dog together. Um, I don't stand a chance. That dog gonna love me. Pray that dog. I'm like, dude, I could be standing right in front of him. Well, you, well, I'm, I'm literally ready. What? Touch me. Are you serious? 
Junior's looking at me. I don't see what the problem is. I'm like, of course you don't. Because both of y'all like like tick, tick and tack together. Kim, you, I go to the room, he's there. Come to this room, you there. I go to a certain room, both of y'all there. Glory to God. But that decision, that healing, every person who's ever dealt with drugs, everybody's ever dealt with alcohol, everybody's ever dealt with sexual sin, whatever the case may be, will tell you the first step in the healing process is to acknowledge the fact you got a problem. That's why it's the message is about you're one decision away. See, when you make the decision, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired. I ain't going through this mess never no more. I ain't make this gonna make the decision. I I have hurt. I have grieved. I have been angry, and I and I was mad. I was mad at him, and I was mad at her, and I was mad at them, and I'm mad at everybody. But when she made the one decision, says, "You know what, Lord? But I'm going to accept your love today. I'm going to accept your love today because on the ship and I, that was really the thing. I, I really wasn't trying to get with that young lady as much as I wanted to know what does it mean to love for real? To love for real." Not the world's definition. I mean, you know, we're going to make love. That ain't making love. That's just bumping nuggets. Making, I mean, to love first means you have to know the, the source of all love, and that's through the Father. So I want to give you an opportunity to make that one decision today. It's a decision. It's one decision. If you come back next week, you know, we'll have a message where, you know, you have more scriptural. He says, but I want you to be totally transparent. And when that, and yes, sir, he says, because what I just showed you, how to, what I just did is show you how you minister to other people who are lost. You can't minister to them if you, they don't think that you can even identify with them. So what's that man been there? Low self-esteem, been there. Depression, had it. Broken beyond, been there. Tragedy, seen it. Violated, been there. But God, well, is God so good? Why did he let you go through all those things? He was with me even in the midst of it. Because that's what kept me. People have gone through the same things I went through. It would have destroyed me. I didn't share a lot of this stuff, even with my own mother, until three years ago? Three years ago. I mean, what do you know? I'm a grown man. You know what my mama did when I started sharing it with her? She just started to cry. Two reasons. One, that I went through that all day. But the second reason, and it's because I was honest with her. I was transparent with her. I didn't try to hide because I had become a professional hider. I can cover it up. Because that was what was expected. But you can't reach anybody if you don't if you won't be real.
So this is this. If you want a church that pastor who's had issues, you want a church of pastor who's 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 who's, who's been violated before, had a wrong relationships before, had bad relationships before, uh, didn't know how to love before, but learn all those things. Once he established a relationship with God, ignite is the place for you. I learned how to love and what love really was through my relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ and with my Heavenly Father. And he taught me love. And then he sent me someone to love me unconditionally. I don't think she really knew what she was getting herself into. And then he sent, he sent us a dog, Tim, who got the same issue. He want to love the bejeebas off of a brother. And then he would send people to the church who have had issues happen to them, but they want to know what does love, real love look like? This is what real love looks like. You want to know what, what, what will happen when you experience real love, the real love of God? This is what it looks like. You healed. You whole. You're not broken. Does it mean you're perfect? Nope. But those things that the adversary used to try to destroy me are the very things that God is using to heal other people. So, you said one decision, one decision. I want you to, I want everybody here to make the decision today that you're going to receive a greater revelation of the love that God has for you. Because when you have a, and see, that's what really rocked my world was when I got a greater revelation of how much God loves me. Unconditionally. What is the chapter 10, Romans chapter 10, verses 8, 9, and 10? People are going to be like, man, you should be on the shame show. Man, you crazy in the mud. I don't care. None of people are going to think something different about you. I don't care. My brother Tim right there. Tim challenges. He wants to see the real love. I don't want to, don't give me that churchy stuff, fake stuff. Be real. You know what? Always real. He's always a reminder of me. Keep it real. Keep it real. Keep it real. So even if you know you don't want to go back into that that little quiet, nah, 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 nah. keep it real. Because Tim's are gonna need your realness. Tim's are gonna need your transparency. So thank you, man. I thank all y'all. So if you make a decision that you don't want to watch us after today, know that I love you. If you, want to, if you want to experience the true love of God like never before, I want you to come. I extend to you to come. I make the extension to you to come. Because God can love you. I can love you. Sister, Sister Juwin, Minister Juwin, after today, Minister Juwin, can love you, but hey, none of us love you like God can love you. So I want to give you the opportunity to receive that love right now by entering into a relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. 
So the word of God is, is, is in Romans chapter 10, verses 8, 9, and 10, it says this. The word of God is near you. It's in your heart and in your mouth. It is the word of faith which we preach. And if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Say with this, dear Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I do believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe he died for me on the cross and carried my sins for me. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Save me now. I receive your offer of forgiveness. I receive your love right now. Do a work in me like only you could do. In Jesus' name. Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Now, I also pray that you be filled with the Holy Spirit from the crown of your head to the very soles of your feet. <clears throat> Nothing can separate you from the love of God. But there's nothing that can overcome or is stronger than the love of God. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Now, if you come and look at my notes right now, you would see, Andrea, that none of what I said this morning was in my notes other than the title. But if you're going to, Emma, if we're going to reach the world, and particularly we're going to reach your generation, and Tyler, if we're going to reach your generation, <laughs> when, we was, when we was at the school, we could never go in there bringing it in the sheep. They want the raw. And what I just expressed to you was what I used to do in the school. I would just tell them through the word, this is what happened. This is how I got from it. But, but when it came to practical, real life, I, would, I, I told them the good, the bad, and the downright crazy. Can I tell you what they never did, parents? They never looked down. In fact, it only wanted them to draw closer. Because they now, what? Because, you know, when you say pastor, it has this. But when I came in there, you know who I was when I came into school? I was Milton. My title meant nothing. Emma's a leader of her generation. Talon is a leader of his generation. And I'm telling you, we taking it. People, I've heard people say, when people, that's good, Holy Spirit. When people say, well, I'm in, I'm in, I live, uh, we're in Ottawa. Where, where's the church at? In Greeley. Greeley? Why wouldn't y'all come to Ottawa? Because the great, everything great is about to shut up, jump off in this joint that's happening in Greeley. Greeley's going to be the hub. Y'all gonna be looking around like where where the where did Greeley come from? Greeley's always been. Did you know something about Greeley? When they built the, the, the train track, originally it was supposed to come through Greeley. But they built it around Greeley. And you know what when I when we first got here they said, There's nothing, there's nothing good in Greeley. I was like, oh yes, it is. What's good in Greeley? The harvest. 
the community, the hearts of the people. You can't, you can't, you can't buy that anywhere. But it was the same thing when we was in Wakefield, same thing when we was in Rockland, same thing when we go out to Empire, same thing when I went up to Manawaki uh, and start praying for them. Why? You want to know why, Natasha? Because we, we getting on that. We getting in that reservation. You want to know why? Because the highest suicide rate in the indigenous nation of people is among the youth and young adults. And the reason why is because they have no hope. But we also going to the Parliament Hill. I tell y'all about that meeting we had this week. Parliament Hill. You want to know why? Because they getting our Jesus too. They getting our Jesus, our, our jug and I going to have a lot of time having some prison ministries. But they getting Jesus. Why? Because we love you. What are you looking to get out of it? You having a true relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. You living a life of God forever. You knowing a true revelation of God's love for you and towards you. That's what I get out of it. That's, that's my motivation. I know what Jesus said when he says, my, my, my meat is to do the will of him who sent me. I understand that. So, you want to th thank you so very much for joining us today. Glory to God. Um, tune in again with us again next week. Hey, if you have any prayer requests, by all means, send them to uh, Sister Jewett, Minister Jewett, sorry. Minister Jewett, she didn't even know she was getting promoted today, but glory to God. I, I got that in the shower this morning. So, Minister Jewett, who is our, our um, uh, executive pastor here. So, if you have prayer requests, send them to ignitedepot.com. That's info at ignitedepot.com. Send any prayer requests to info at ignitedepot.com. We promise you we will pray for on your behalf and believe God for an answer from you. Remember this, you're only one decision away from the best life you could ever have. Or you're one decision away for returning back to the same stuff you've always been a part of. You are the deciding factor. Thank you for allowing us to be a part of your day today. You have a blessed day. God bless you.